0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Bitcoin passes the $1 trillion mark again. Besides that, should there be any other news? Well, there is. And that's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. It is my parents' anniversary, which actually, let me explain. My parents divorced, but they remarried. They both remarried. But they got married on the same day, and which is totally weird. So I guess I have to say happy anniversary to Mom and Andy and Pops and Willa. Happy anniversary, y'all! I think it's been like 20 years for each of them. Anyway, this show's not about that. It's about those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10:50 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin. up 9.4% in 24 or 30% in 7 days. We have crossed a $1 trillion mark market cap. It feels good. It just feels right, you know. Actually, it feels a little low right now. I'm thinking we should be around $6 but we'll get there. We'll get there. Ethereum, $3,581 up 5% in 24 or 22.7% in 7. Binance Coin. $435 $435 up a half percent in 24. Cardano $2.21 up 1.3 percent, and Tether's in the number five spot. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, Dogecoin, USDC, Polkadot, and that is the number 10 spot actually. I just sometimes just keep rambling on and keep going on without even paying attention to the job I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Total market cap, we're at $2.27 trillion, a BTC dominance of 44.6% and an F dominance of 185 And now it's time for Coin of the Day. And our coin today is number 981 on CoinMarketCap, high-performance blockchain. I don't know why, but this random number generator just does not like to generate random numbers in the top 100. I don't think we have gotten one, have we? Anyway hpb is the ticker obviously the price is 14.1 cents up 2.5 percent in 24 its market cap is 10.3 million fully diluted market cap is 14.1 and its circulating supply is 73 million hpbs total supply is 101 million where can you buy this stuff well you can buy it on kucoin and of course gate.io indodax and mexc so what does a high performance blockchain do So I spent about a half hour actually reading through this and watching their videos. And I really um, I'm going to try to summarize it for you because I'm not too sure. But here's what it looks like. It looks as though they're trying to create a hardware software solution to scale the blockchain to make it a fast, efficient system. So they make the hardware, which has its own integrated chipset that allows the blockchain to work very efficiently. Um, I'm just going to read this for you our platform utilizes dedicated high-end servers to the blockchain offload engine which is abbreviated the boe hardware units these chipsets are designed to increase security accelerate the rate of which transactions are processed by reducing bottlenecks in the server so it looks as though they have a blockchain they have this chipset they try to integrate everything to make this a very more efficient fast they say that they use double cryptography to secure everything i don't know what double cryptography is something that is on my post-it note next to me to look at and try to figure that out myself but this looks at what they do is they have a hardware software solution system that integrates to do what i just said it does to make more security accelerate the rate in which transactions are processed by reducing bottlenecks okay Well, that's HPB. It looks as though they are still um, working on everything. They're not a dead coin or anything. I see them publishing blogs. The last one they published was, uh, I think, three or four days ago, and they posted one a couple days before that and a couple days before that. So there is a team that's apparently working on this. Um, It looks as though it's based out of China because uh, the videos, they have a Chinese, because the videos are based in Shanghai. They have a Chinese translation. Uh, I can't see anywhere on their site where they are. But they've been going on since, apparently, uh, 2017. Needs to say that their coin is very, very, very much down from its all-time high, which was set back in January of 2018, basically after the last bull, at almost $10. And it's down 98.5% from its all-time high. Its total ROI from its launch, which could have been an ICO, it does not say here, is down 44%. So, it doesn't look like it's dead. It is definitely down from its all-time high. You can buy it on a couple different places. The volume and the liquidity isn't the best, but it is there. And that is HPB, high-performance blockchain number 981 on CoinMarketCap. Now let's get into those headlines. Moving into today's headlines. Regulators say that the rules for traditional payments should apply to stable coins. The International Organization of Security Commission, or the IOSCO, and the Bank of For International Settlements, the BIS, they came out with a report trying to look at this whole stablecoin thing. They said this, this report marks significant progress for understanding the implications of stablecoin arrangements for the financial system and providing clear and practical guidance on the standards they need to maintain its integrity. If adopted, this regulatory approach would mean stablecoin operators would have to set up legal entities which define approaches to certain risks, including operational risks like cyber attacks. So the question is, should stablecoins follow the same rules as traditional payments? I'm not too sure about that. I'm going to have to think about that. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Send me an email. Let me know. The CIO and CEO of the George Soros Fund, Don Fitzpatrick, said, I'm not sure if Bitcoin is only viewed as an inflation hedge. I think it crossed the chasm to mainstream. There's 200 million users around the world, so I think it's gone mainstream. The George Soros Fund owns some coins, in quote. Cue Conspiracy theorists, George Soros owns cryptocurrency. Does this mean that there's some kind of communist, leftist agenda to devalue the dollar and usher in a new kind of economy? Dun dun dun! George Soros buys Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm just saving people the time for conspiracy theories on George Soros. If you guys think that this is a conspiracy, please email me, Matthew Aaron at the Crypt.Co, because I like to hear these things because I think they're they're definitely entertaining, and I'll read them on air. Lawmakers in Brazil are working on establishing a regulatory framework that would make it easier to invest in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies while making it tougher on scammers and hackers. Brazil's legislature recently approved the draft of Bill 2.303-15, which seeks to regulate digital currencies. However, this has to be noted that the bill stops short for calling Bitcoin to be recognized as legal tender. And it's looking for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies to be a payment currency or payment currencies. But we're still unsure what payment currency, in quotes, means. Good news for Dogecoin, HODLers. You can now buy AMC gift cards using Dogecoin. Now, they are still working to accept Dogecoin to buy you know, things online like tickets and maybe even concessions. Uh, but for now, you can buy up to $200 a day of AMC digital gift cards with Dogecoin. And they have incorporated a BitPay wallet. To facilitate that, so you're sitting around with your friends, watch some cartoons, right? And you got the munchies. So you're eating some ice cream, maybe some Captain Crunch, some popcorn, and the bowl makes its way around to you, and you take a hit, and you say, "All right, man, how I got this? I got this idea. What if, what if in Colombia, you can use the waterfalls and the rivers for like hydroelectric?" And then, like, you know, maybe we can mine Bitcoin with it for, like, super cheap. And then, no, wait, 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 listen to this. Imagine, like, all the drug dealers stop making cocaine because you can mine Bitcoin with your waterfalls. And they're like, why would we make cocaine if we have waterfalls? We could just mine Bitcoin. Like, it, it solves all the problems, man. All the problems. And you would probably look at your friend and go, bro, you're, you're pretty high. <laughs> And your friend probably would be high if actually your friend wasn't Gustav Petro, the senator from Colombia, that made that exact proposal, saying that they could use renewable energy from their waterfalls to mine Bitcoin instead of making cocaine. <laughs> the crypto space. I, I love it. I love it. Latin American energy policy analysis Wesley Tomaselli told Decrypt he's right that Colombia has a great potential for Bitcoin mining because about three fourths of its electricity generated comes from hydroelectric power the problem is that the senator appears to be selling bitcoin mining as an alternative model for development to cocoa growing and cocaine shipments and it's not unless the senator has a magic wand i think we should take a step back and just actually look at latin and south america and say that these regions are looking at bitcoin and trying to follow el salvador's lead with making bitcoin accessible either a legal tender or a payment currency and while they're thinking outside of the box. U.S. Bank, the fifth largest banking institution in the United States, today announced that it's launched as custodial services for Bitcoin. Institutional investment managers with private funds in the U.S. or the Cayman Islands can now tap the bank's services to store their private keys. Besides Bitcoin, U.S. Bank is currently offering custodial services for Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash with plans to add Ethereum shortly. Moving into some U.S. legislature, Patrick McHenry has introduced the Clarity for Digital Tokens Act of 2021, which seeks to make the SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce's safe harbor proposal into law. My bill, he says, in quote, which builds on the great work of SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce will help provide the necessary legal certainty to digital asset projects when they launch. He continues to say, in quote, unfortunately, our current regulatory framework threatens to push this technology and the jobs created by the rapidly growing industry overseas. The safe harbor proposal would give crypto startups up to three years to demonstrate network maturity and become decentralized to the point that their associated tokens no longer met the definition of securities under the federal law. The bill would also require these startups to provide certain disclosures to the purchasers of their tokens, such as the source code, transaction history, and tokenomics. And finally, ThorSwap, a multi-chain decentralized exchange powered by ThorChain, or RUNE, has secured 3.75 million dollars in funding to continue scaling its development. That was a, that was a quick and easy one, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.